Hi, everybody, and welcome back to a new season of Dish with Pepper with me, Pepper Persley. Isn't September such an amazing time of the year for sports? We've got the WNBA playoffs, pennant races in baseball, college football started, and so is the NFL. Speaking of the NFL, that's the topic of today's episode. I am going to be a part of an exciting ESPN Plus and Disney Plus broadcast of the Jaguars-Falcons game in London next weekend. So it's coming up. ESPN is calling it Toy Story Fun Day Football. And yes, you heard that right. The game will be animated in the Toy Story movies and even in Andy's room. And I will also be animated, which is so exciting. Um, so I had to get True Carter of ESPN, who's a part of the broadcast team, to talk about this special event, the two teams playing, and what it's like to be animated during a sports broadcast. So here's Drew. All right, everybody, I'm so excited to be here with Drew Carter of ESPN, who's doing this Toy Story Fun Day Sunday broadcast with me. Um, all right, so this upcoming weekend will be my first time being animated, but it's not yours um, because you call the NHL Big City Greens Classic. So what advice do you have for me on what it's like to be animated? That's right, Pepper. First of all, thanks for having me on. It's great to see you and so excited for, for Sunday or fun day, as we should say. <laughs> um, first piece of advice would be use the restroom before you get in the motion capture suit because it is very time consuming to try to take that thing on and off. So that's the first piece of advice. Uh, but number two would just be to have fun with it. You know, I, we were talking about it before we started, but really the whole goal here is to just have fun. You know, I, I figure that if people are really interested in the X's and O's behind the Falcons and Jaguars game, if, you know, if they're playing fantasy football and they need to watch all the players and they just really want to watch the game, they they have a way to do that, right? They have the traditional broadcast. But if they're tuning into the Toy Story Fun Day football broadcast, they want to have a good time. Maybe, you know, there are some younger people watching who haven't seen a whole lot of the sport. And for us, we just want to have fun. So that's what we tried to do with the NHL broadcast. And it was extremely rewarding, like to see people tweet at Kevin Weeks and me, who I call the game with, be like, my six-year-old has never watched hockey before, but they have, haven't missed a second of this NHL game. That was really, really neat. Um, so I'm hoping that a similar type thing happens with this one. Yeah, I think obviously as a kid, it's so important that, kids are watching sports I mean I don't know who I would be if I wasn't an athlete if I didn't love sports the way I do so hopefully this will open those doors for some kids out there all 100%. right now yeah let's get into the game that we're doing um Jags and the Falcons who will be playing in Andy's room which I think is a super cool part of the broadcast um what were your kind of general takeaways from unfortunately their losses yesterday well, I think it's been an interesting start for both teams. Uh, the Jaguars were a pretty buzzy team coming into the season in the sense that they had a lot of hype. You know, they won a playoff game last year in spectacular fashion against the Chargers, one of the, the biggest playoff comebacks of all time. They've got a young quarterback in Trevor Lawrence, who is the number one pick, uh, coach and Doug Peterson, who's kind of a quarterback whisperer, right? Won a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback in Philadelphia. So Lawrence, kind of a trendy MVP pick. Jaguars, the favorites to win their division. And it's it's a little bit weird because, you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars, not necessarily a team you think of as like a powerhouse. You know, they've been ever since they came into the league, generally one of the worst teams in the NFL with a couple of bright spots in there. So excitement for the Jags coming into the season. And then in week one, you know, they, they take on Indianapolis and 
they end up winning that game, but maybe the Colts did some more things than people expected. And then the last couple of weeks, the offense for Jacksonville is, has really struggled. So I think with all their talent and with their young quarterback, I want to see Calvin Ridley get going a little bit. He was amazing in that week one win over the Colts. I think the question for them is, can they get the offense going? And as for Atlanta, you know, they're in a division that's really winnable. It's pretty similar to the Jaguars, actually, on the other side. You you look up and down the NFC South and you think the Falcons are probably still favored to win it, even though they, they did lose last week against the Lions. They've got a lot of exciting young talent as well. Um, I look at them and I think about a guy like Bijan Robinson, who is the eighth overall pick running back from Texas. He's been maybe the most exciting player to watch in the NFL, at least for the first three weeks. His balance, his speed, his power, the way he can catch the ball out of the backfield, all super impressive. I'm actually really excited, Pepper, to see what it looks like in Toy Story form. Because Bijan Robinson is one of those guys who kind of moves differently from everybody else. You know, he's just smooth like that. So I want to see what it looks like when he's animated as one of Andy's toys. But obviously, both these teams are still certainly in playoff contention and very excited to see them match up on Sunday. Absolutely. And this is someone you just touched on, but what uh, else do you kind of have to share about Bijan Robinson and the way he's evolved and changed and his start to the season? Well, Bijan Robinson, the the thing with the NFL is running backs have sort of been devalued over the last 10 years. Uh, and this was a huge story in the off season when, you know, Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard didn't get long-term deals. And there was actually a running back Zoom meeting where like some of the best running backs in the NFL all got together to try to figure out, hey, what can we do here to get paid? Jonathan Taylor from the Colts who led the NFL in rushing pretty recently. He's not even playing right now because he's injured and doesn't have a contract. So for the Falcons to plant their flag on this guy and take him eighth overall, I think was a little surprising for people. Um, and, and it was question, you know, to be honest, for a Falcons roster that has holes elsewhere, they probably could have gone for a different position. But it seemed like all that changed the first time anyone watched Bijan Robinson play because the guy he really is, it, he just feels different. You know, it kind of feels like when Saquon came into the league for the Giants back in 2018, he was the second overall pick. And even then people questioned, can you really use a pick that high on a running back? Uh, and I think he proved that that was a, a smart pick, at least at the start. And Bijan Robinson's doing the same thing because they don't just hand him the ball. They throw it to him out of the backfield. They split him out as a wide receiver. He's amazing to watch. Like, if you need one reason to watch just for the game, like, aside from the whole Toy Story aspect, I think Bijan Robinson is the reason to watch. Yeah, absolutely. I was watching some of his highlights. Just the, like like you said before, just kind of like the way he moves around. It's like he's, like, floating, I almost want to say. Yes. like. It's yeah, it's he's really amazing. All right. Um, and now somebody else you mentioned, just talk about um the Jack star quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, and how he's looking so far in his third season. Well, Trevor Lawrence, you know, it's funny you ask me how he's looking because he will have a distinct look on Sunday. Um, I think he's the only player who will have his hair animated flowing out of the back of his helmet, I believe. Um, so for those who have never seen Trevor Lawrence, he has long, beautiful blonde hair. In fact, he was he, his nickname is actually Sunshine after the character in Remember the Titans who plays quarterback and has long blonde hair from the West Coast. Trevor is from Georgia, played at Clemson. He, he is the type of guy who, you know, it seems like he was born to play quarterback, right? You think about, I mean, these guys come along five, 10 years, a generational type prospect. 
Andrew Luck was really the one before Trevor Lawrence, and he was, of course, the number one pick and had a great start to his career, and then he decided to retire. Between Luck and Lawrence, there, there are a lot of similarities. Trevor Lawrence in high school, I think he lost one game as a starting quarterback in high school ever. Um, he goes to Clemson as you know the most highly touted quarterback in a long time, I think, since Luck. Takes over that starting job when he's a freshman, leads him to a national championship. I mean, he's just won at every level, and he's he's uber talented. He seems like an incredible leader considering his age, especially. I mean, he's a guy who walks in and immediately gets elected captain of every team he's on. And you pair that with his natural talent on the field. He is the type of guy who, who can take Jacksonville to the next level. It's the reason why a franchise like the Jags pepper, which has not had a lot of reason for optimism throughout the course of their history, feels confident that they're going to win their division because Trevor Lawrence has already proven he can do it. And he's only ascending as he gets older. And I love that you touched on, I didn't realize his hair was going to be animated. That, that's, that's, that's probably really the cool. thing I'm most excited about for the broadcast. Sunday, right. Honestly, is yeah. seeing what Trevor Lawrence's hair looks like in toy story form. Right. Like I want to see the real broadcast. Is it actually going to like move the same way? <laughs> I'm so we'll do a Side by now. side, maybe we'll, we'll put right. that on social yeah, media. Yeah. All right, so now just some things we should be looking out for for this game and this matchup specifically, starting with the Jags. Well, in this matchup, I'd love to see if the Jags can control time of possession. Uh, The Falcons are kind of an old-school throwback team in the sense that they love to run the football. They do not throw it very often. Their quarterback, Desmond Ritter, is a young guy who's not necessarily a Trevor Lawrence type. He was not drafted first overall. Uh, He was not a starter from day one. So the Falcons have questions in their pass game, but what they can do is run the ball and they can play pretty effective defense. They went out, they spent a lot of money in the offseason. They brought in this guy, Jesse Bates, who plays safety. He played for the Bengals for the last few years, was in the Super Bowl for Cincinnati and played really well. Um, so Bates has been awesome for them and they, they paid him to be probably their best player on defense. And that's what he's been so far. So the question for the Jags is, you know, are they going to have the ball enough to score enough to win this game uh, for Atlanta? I just want to see their pass game really do anything. I mean, they scored six points last week against Detroit. It's just not going to get the job done. I think defensively and running the ball, they, I mean, they are as good as anyone in the combination of those two things. You know, San Francisco is a team you think of. Dallas is a team that can do both those. But Atlanta, if they're going to win the division, that's the formula. But you have to be able to hit on big pass plays if you're going to move the ball in the NFL. Because if you don't, No one's going to respect your ability to beat them down the field and take the top off the defense. And then it makes it really tough for B. John Robinson and Tyler Algier to run the football because the box is stacked. So for Atlanta, can they hit on a couple big pass plays where Jacksonville has been susceptible this year to loosen up the defense? If they can do that, that could set them up really well for the rest of the season. All right. Absolutely. Um, All right. Aside from the football part, we touched on a little bit, but what are you kind of most looking forward to about calling this game? I love Toy Story, Pepper. I got to be honest, you know, I'm 26 years old and I'm probably the only guy who's rewatched Toy Story one through three in the last month who doesn't have kids and is technically an adult. Um, But I love it. It's just I I really encourage anyone who hasn't seen Toy Story in a while to just go back and check it out on Disney Plus because it is a special movie and it's a, I mean, all of them are. And it's a special feeling when you're in Andy's room. Um, I think a a big aspect of our broadcast Sunday that, and a reason I think people will enjoy it no matter how old they are, is the nostalgia factor. 
like going back into that world with Woody and Buzz and meeting all the other characters. It's just a really special experience. So, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I rewatched Toy Story 3 on a flight. And, you know, if you have seen that movie, you know, at the end, it's pretty emotional. And I'm sitting in that in that plane and I'm crying. Like I, I actually brought tissues on the flight with me because I knew this was going to happen. But I'm like kind of embarrassed. I'm like trying to hide the fact that I'm crying from everybody I'm sitting next to. Probably like, what is this guy looking at on his phone? Why is he bawling his eyes out? But it's because Toy Story just makes you feel stuff, you know, and uh, it's just it's such a fun movie. It's such a fun world to be a part of. So I just can't wait to be a part of that environment, you know, and we're obviously a small part of the show. I think people really they want to see what it looks like with the animation and they love the movies. So for us, I think it's about just having fun and kind of diving in and buying in and just just enjoying being part of that world for three hours. Right, yeah. I mean, I watched all the Toy Story movies and the one I saw Toy Story 4 in theaters and yeah. that was really cool too. I feel like movies that like you watch them as if as a kid, obviously I'm still a kid. When I was like younger and they mean a lot to me. Now being able to be like a character in that world and looking back on that, maybe if I have kids to I mean like this was me as a Toy Story character, like that's going to be so cool. So, right. yeah. Well, I'm actually bring, bringing up uh, us as Toy Story characters. I want people to look out for this on social media. I am about to change my profile picture on Twitter or X to me as a Toy Story character. I did the same thing when I was in Big City Greens. The animation is a little bit different now because that NHL game, we kind of looked like characters from that show. This one, we look like actual Toy Story toys. And so when I first saw myself as a Toy Story character, that was probably the highlight of my career until I came on Dish with Pepper, of course. But that is pretty cool to be part of the Toy Story world. So keep an eye on that on social media. I'm going to post that the new profile picture, just a little taste of what we're going to look like. And then you'll see the full thing on Sunday. Yeah, I love that. I might I might copy you too. Let you me should. know what day I'll do. I'll do the day after you so you can so you can have your thunder. And then because you. I love I love my character, too. So. I'm really excited to share that with everybody. And we'll see if All we can right. get Booger McFarland to do it as well. I think we can convince Ooh. him. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> this might be hard for you, but do you have a favorite Toy Story character and which movie is your favorite? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, favorite Toy Story character. I guess my answers will go hand in hand. I think my favorite character is Bullseye, Woody's horse. Yeah for a couple reasons number one i love animals like i'm a big dog guy my family we have corgis and so i i love dogs and i think bullseye even though he is yes a horse and he is a toy as well he does have dog tendencies i think like sometimes he's he can be kind of timid and when you see him with woody sometimes he looks like a dog who knows that it's done something wrong right and that's just the <laughs> cutest thing ever so bullseye to me is extremely cute and probably my favorite character and because of that i think toy story 2 is is my favorite of the movies like the the story they tell in that movie with the toys potentially being shipped off to japan is something that i think you could actually make a quote-unquote movie for adults about like right it's 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 actually That's a lot, really yeah. It's a really good storyline and a great plot. And I think the, the quote unquote bad guy in that movie who runs the toy shop, he's also hilarious, I think. So I would say Toy Story 2 is my favorite movie. But Pepper, you're right. You're really putting me on the spot there. That's a tough answer. 
because I love all the characters. And I actually have, I have a note on my phone with quotes from a bunch of different characters that I think would make sense in a football game. So obviously, you know, the most obvious one would be if someone breaks a long touchdown, let's say Calvin Ridley is running to the end zone. I would say Calvin Ridley to infinity and beyond. So I'm really hoping that that happens, but that's just, that's the most obvious one. We have some other lines from the movies that I'm going to try to work in throughout the broadcast. All right. Something else to look forward to. I'm excited about that. That's right. Um, And yeah. And I was just thinking like, who's my favorite character? I think for me, I'm going to have to go with Bo Peep because I just think she is such a boss. Like, especially in Toy Story 4, I think her at their sheep, like in the playground, like, I'm just like, if only I could be like Bo Peep sometimes. Like, that's just, that's just, yeah. And I think because of that, my favorite movie is Toy Story 4, too. And that was when I was able to really watch and understand when it actually came out. So Hmm. I think they're all so good. I should really rewatch them. You know, I'm going to have some time on the drive down to Bristol. I won't be able to watch all of them, but maybe I'll make time this week to make sure I rewatch all of them. So my Toy Story knowledge is on point. I highly recommend it. I mean, you got to bring it, Pepper, because like I said, I'm basically taking notes on these movies. Like it's a homework assignment. So I I pretty much know every line of them. I will say an honorable mention for my favorite character is the aliens with the three eyes. They Mm -hmm. are hysterical. The claw, the claw will play a role in the game. I'm not going to reveal exactly how, but you will see the claw on Sunday and the aliens will play a big role. You know, I love the Despicable Me movies with the minions and everything. But let's be honest, the the aliens from Toy Story, they're the original minion type character that everybody fell in love with. So for the aliens, you know, when they say you have saved our lives, we are eternally grateful. Every time they say that, I lose it laughing. So I I love the aliens as well. And I'm, I'm excited for them to play a big role in the game Sunday. Yeah, I think my honorable mention is Forky from also from yeah. Toy Story 4 because I don't know if you've seen the Forky Ask Good Questions like little like like mini episodes because they're so funny. Um, I should go back and rewatch those too because I remember we watched it with the family. It's just like uncontrollable laughter. I yeah. think he's a really funny character too. <laughs> he is. And the guy who voices Forky, uh, Tony Hale, has been in some of my favorite shows that are not animated. So it's 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 funny to see him in animated role. He's he's a genius. Right. So love him as well. All right. Um, now I'm just curious if you have any advice for kids who are interested in getting to the field of broadcasting. Wow. Well, first of all, I would say go for it. You know, I, I still remember realizing that talking about sports could be a career and sort of doubting it you know um because i was i'm sure you're the same way pepper like when i was a kid i would wake up i would grab the newspaper and i would look through major league baseball stats and i'd have my mom quiz me who's third in the american league in stolen bases and i'd be like oh it's shown figgins next question like that's easy because that's just like how my brain worked and i was the kid who you know I, i would fall asleep watching sports center and I'd wake up and watch the rerun, right? And to the point that, you know, ESPN was kind of burned into my dad's TV on the lower right corner of the ESPN logo because of the bottom line. So as a kid who grew up obsessed with sports, I, I wanted to do something in sports. And when I realized I wasn't going to play them professionally in like sixth or seventh grade was when I tapped out. Um, I, I decided I wanted to do something in sports and just try to stay close to the game. So all that is a long way to say 
I would just go for it, you know, because it seems like a crazy career, like no way someone's going to pay me to just talk about sports. And there got to be a million people who want to do this. And, you know, no way. And it's true. There are a lot of people who want to do it because it's a cool job and we're super lucky to do it. But you got to go for it. You got to give it a shot because you never know what's going to happen. One day you might end up as an animated character in the Toy Story universe calling an NFL game. It's the best. Right. So that would be square one is go for it. And then as you're pursuing the career, I think there there are a lot of things you'll realize about how, to me, broadcasting really is a craft. It's like an art form. And it's not as simple as you just show up and talk. I think a lot of people think that is what the job is. But you know this as well, Pepper. There's a lot of prep that goes into it. I mean, shoot, I'm watching 10 hours of Toy Story movies for this this one NFL game. And that that doesn't even go, go into prepping for the actual game itself. Um, so there's a lot of work that goes into it, but it is a beautiful thing to do when you realize that you can do it and people want you to do it and you realize someone's going to pay you to do it. It is a pretty cool feeling. Um, so I would just say, go for it. If if you're thinking about it, if you love sports, just try it. Right. And I think, yeah, I agree with everything you said. You're absolutely right. I, when I was like six, when I did my first interview, I, my dream then and still now, um, was to play in the WNBA and then, um, you know, do whatever after that. And then I, and that day I was like, can I actually like do this forever? I was like, yeah, you could like yeah. broadcast games. I was like, what? Um, yeah. So I think ever like since that I've been like, that is definitely what I want to do. Being able to make that happen right now is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. You never right. have to get a real job in sports. You can just do what you like to do for a living. Literally just talk about sports. Yeah. Like and I'm the, and I'm the same way about Sports Center, except for days where I have to go to school in the morning instead of waking Boo. up and watching Sports Center. <laughs> I yeah, I literally that was me this morning. Like and my my favorite thing is I always look forward to the top ten. I think that's like my favorite. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I I watch Sports Center every morning that I can, and Around the Horn is like my favorite like afternoon show. I try to get as many Around the Horns because it's so much fun. Like I feel like sports should be fun, and that show makes it just extra fun. I think so. I did the same thing. I would get home every day from school. I would grab a bag of flaming hot Cheetos and a Mountain Dew, which probably explains why I'm not playing professional sports. And I would <laughs> sit down and I'd watch around the horn and pardon the interruption. And I'd go right into sports center. And I just did that every day. And when you do that right. you know, through osmosis, you sort of learn. Right. That's like, I would always tell my mom when she would say, all right, it's time to go to bed or you need to do your homework. Stop watching sports. I'm like, this is me preparing for my job. One day I'm gonna be doing this stuff. Right. So I need to I need right. to know how to do it. And it's that's I mean, a great really, piece for me, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now. You're already doing it. So yeah, I mean you're way ahead of where I was. So good for you. But it's I mean, it's the coolest job ever. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, before we head out, just where can we find you? And do you have anything else coming up you'd like to share? Yeah, hit me up on social media. I am at Drudel25 everywhere. That's Drew, D-L-E, 25. That's a nickname my sister gave me when I was in middle school. And I've kept it as my social media handle ever since, despite professors and bosses and pretty much everyone I've ever come in contact with telling me I need to change that. I've stuck it out with Drudel25. So you can find me there. Uh, My profile picture will be me as a Toy Story character. So that's how you know it's me. Um, fall is a really busy time for us, Pepper. We have college football pretty much every week. So I'm calling a game, uh, the Thursday before the, the Sunday NFL game, I'll be in Texas. Um, I do some studio stuff as well with, you know, sports center, Australia. So I've been working on my accent, um, ACC network hosting 
basically anywhere sports are happening, you can find me. The, the great thing about my job at ESPN is I get a chance to do a whole bunch of stuff, which I think is all fun. And I think makes me better in other areas as well. Um, so yeah, it's great. Just turn on ESPN. And I think there's a decent chance you'll find me. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing, for joining me and yeah, everybody. I mean, if you weren't excited about the game now, you're going to get a glimpse of what it's like. So make sure you go follow Drew only to look at his Toy Story picture. Because what else would you be doing for that? That's right. Exactly. Check it out. And and just on the way out here, Pepper, I, I do want to say I, I think you're awesome. I'm really excited to work with you. And I, I told you, but my buddy Noah Eagle, who you worked with on the Nickelodeon game a few years ago, we were college roommates. He's one of my best friends in the world. So that was the first time I saw you. And I've been following ever since. So very cool to work with you on Sunday. We'll have a good time. Yeah, thank you. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. too. I think every time this happens, it always is like, we need you there on Friday. And I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to miss school. And I'm like, I'm going to miss school to be a Toy Story character. Yeah. It's okay. Right. That's, a, that's like the best excuse in the book. It's number two would so. be a note from your doctor. Number one right. would be, I'm going to be a Toy Story character for the weekend. Sorry, right. Teach. Yeah. If you, if you want to know what I'm doing, tune in to ESPN Plus and Disney Plus on Sunday. And then just, just, just watch me, you know? Yeah. Now, then you'll understand. Absence. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, Pepper. Thank you, Drew, so much for joining me. And thank you all so much for listening. As always, you can find me on Instagram at Pepper Persley and on TikTok at Pepper Persley as well. All right. And please make sure to tune in on Disney Plus or ESPN Plus on Sunday. Um, to watch the Toy Story Fun Day football. I'm really excited about it, and I hope you all tune in. Thank you.